0: Now, Singapore Today, with Lance Alexander and Daniel Martin. The number of shop thefts reported in Singapore increased... By over 20% on year to almost 4,000 cases last year, it comes as the total number of physical crime cases reported fell slightly.
1: We want to find out more about how this impacts you as well. Superintendent Rudy Zulkarnain joins us. He's Assistant Director of the Crime Control Division, Operations Department for the Singapore Police Force Superintendent. Welcome aboard. Let's talk about the key findings. Tell our listeners a little bit more about what this latest physical crime stats um, really indicate.
2: So for physical crime, the total number of reported crime, physical crimes cases decreased about 1.1% from 2022 to 2023. And the physical crimes of concern that we are seeing right now will be shop theft, outrage of modesty, voyeurism and uh, theft dwelling. Nonetheless, I'm happy to say that there were about 277 days in 2023 where we are free from robbery, snatch theft and motor vehicle theft, an improvement of about 36 days as compared to that of 2022.
0: Okay, maybe you can tell us about these various physical crimes of concern here in 2023.
2: Okay, the, the one that we saw, the largest increase would be shop theft cases, or about 695 cases from 2022. And these accounted to about 19.7% of the total physical crime. And uh, most of this happened about in supermarket, pharmacies, minimarts, and convenience stores. Items that are typically stolen, which includes the food and beverage, alcoholic drinks, personal care products, apparels, accessories, cosmetics, and medical health supplements as well. Well, just just to share with the listeners as well, SPF has been actively engaging the public across all age groups as we have various engagement programs such as uh, the youth engagement programs, house visits, crime prevention talks as jointly done by the Singapore Police Force and the National Crime Prevention Council. As we proceed towards the year, we would like to work closely with the retailers as they play a vital role in deterring and preventing shock theft. We have been having great collaborations with Xing Xiong and Watson. And for now, we have expanded our collaboration with Sephora, Popular and Mustafa Centre to fully onboard their outlets for the Star Shop Theft Awareness for Retailers programme.
1: So based on some of those collaborations, what's worked? What has worked to deter physical or shop thefts?
2: So what has worked with the various retailers was ability for them to prevent and to detect uh, for us to be able to place tendies, collaterals, give advisories and uh, give a form of uh, deterrence across the retailers itself. Uh, we were able to provide uh, trainings as well on the various protocols where the retailers' uh, loss prevention officers were able to approach Woodbury perpetrators to basically prevent them from committing shock theft.
0: Okay. Can you tell us as well, when it comes to those committing these crimes, are we seeing perhaps younger offenders? And is there a way we can help them not to steal or engage in any any of these theft uh, crimes?
2: Well, based on the data that we have there, there weren't any specific age groups that stood out. Uh, so, So I have shared, we've covered across all the various age groups, which includes the young, the elderly and the general population. So why we have seen an increase or what we felt was, was technology has changed how crime is detected and reported. So in the past, right, in the past, in the olden days, shop theft was only detected in person at the time of the offence. So with the increase in presence of CCTVs, the advancement of technology, retailers were able to review stock discrepancies and frequently lodge reports about shop theft after the crime has been committed. And this also further coincides with the manpower challenges with numerous industry face, and, of course, the expansion of retail space. And this combination could be possibly attributed behind the increase. And as you mentioned, the advice that we have to everyone is not to steal. While you may not be arrested immediately when you commit a the shop theft, you will be caught and dealt with by the law. So to those inclined to commit shop theft, do think before you act.
1: So that's good news on that front, in the sense that we've seen some decline in terms of the physical crime, the shop theft. But, but voyeurism cases here rose by 52 to 476 cases in 2023. What do you think is accounting for this jump, Superintendent?
2: Well, it's, it's once again, it's prevalence of technology as well. With the, with the mobility of uh, devices such as mobile phones, it basically allows free access of everyone to move around, being able to capture moments, videos at the spur of the moment. And uh, as of now, what we've been working closely, especially with the public transport operators, is uh, advisory messages are very prominent over at selected MRT stations. And we have also worked closely with uh, with the production of anti-voyeurism mirrors in public toilets, which have been installed since March 22. In several of the malls, uh, some an of them... What's
1: includes... anti mirror? How does it
2: work? So essentially what happens is you'll be in a cubicle, right? Uh, right in front of you, because we noticed that when people are in a the cubicle, they will be most likely to be keyed into their mobile devices. Uh-huh. As such, they may uh-huh. not be very aware of what's surrounding them. Mm-hmm. So what you see right in front of the cubicle, which is behind the door, is a, a, a small convex mirror, which will allow you to have immediate view of whatever is on top of you. Uh-huh. Which is usually predominantly your uh, but, but,
1: but could that work the other way around as well? Could a voyeur use that mirror? to? Yeah,
2: so, so we tried that. We tried that. We, we tried that. Uh, no other views that you don't want to be viewed is being uh, given access to uh, other uh, others beyond yourself. Yep.
1: So if a voyeur climbed up into that cubicle divider, he yep. wouldn't be able to get a better view because of the presence yes. of that mirror, huh? Yes, correct.
0: Okay, unless they've got the device inside the cubicle already, then it's a bit of a problem. Yep, that's yeah, that's a different story altogether. Okay, okay. Correct. so what do you advise victims of voyeurism cases? What should they do just to prevent them from uh, being a victim?
2: Okay, uh, just for to put it in the layman context, voyeurism includes taking upskirt photos, upskirt videos, and, and especially ones in cubicle as well. And these are usually happening over at the escalators, for example. So for, for everyone to note, uh, be alert and attentive to your surroundings, especially when you are in a crowded or confined space or moving upwards an escalator. So if someone moves uncomfortably very close to you, for example, someone sits close to you suddenly while you're in an escalator or while you are seated, move away if possible. And uh, we like basically like to urge members of the public to remain vigilant and to report the matter to the police immediately if they witness any incident of voyeurism or even molestation or you they are aware of someone being a victim of one.
0: Okay, do we have any idea whether these voyeurs operate uh, in pairs or in groups or are they normally just individuals?
2: Uh, we, we don't have any really data for that, but from what we understand, it's, it's usually individual. Mm-hmm. There, there, are, there are no syndicated voyeurs for that, for that matter.
1: Finally, we want to talk about the idea of outrage of modesty cases. Um, what are the stats on this, and where do these crimes typically take place?
2: Well, outreach of modesty, or or we know as molestation, decrease for about one thousand five hundred twenty eight in twenty twenty three to uh, one thousand six hundred ten since twenty twenty two. So this accounted to about seven point seven percent of our total physical crime cases, and majority of these cases involve culprits known to the victims. Uh, there were three locations that stood out for where these offences were committed, namely residential premises, the public transport networks, and last but not these night spots or public entertainment outlets.
1: Public transport could be one of these, yeah? So Yeah, it is, it is one of the locations. Again, how do we protect ourselves against such situations?
2: Well, for, uh, for, the advisory remains similar as what I've shared earlier on voyeurism. We just need to be very vigilant, very aware. And do not hesitate to seek help uh, and Im- report this matter in- immediately when it's an offence has been committed.
1: Superintendent, thank you for your time. Appreciate you filling us in on these uh, latest uh, the latest data that is. We've been speaking to Superintendent Rudy Julkanyan, who is uh, Assistant Director of the Crime Control Division Operations Department of the Singapore Police Force. This is Singapore Today. <laughs>